Are your students confident as they move on to the next grade level? Have they been given the opportunity to share their concerns or excitement about moving on? So this episode, I want to talk about continuing to build confident students and celebrating them on the accomplishments that they have made this year. Hi guys, welcome to Behavior Strategies for Class, your podcast all about behavior strategies to help you in the classroom. Do you need more support and encouragement for your challenging students? Do you want proven behavior strategies that will help create resilient students? How will behavior strategies influence your class? You will make a difference in their lives and prepare them for success as a well-rounded person. And I'm here to help. I'm Diane Bachman, a behavior paraprofessional with over 10 years experience in special education, working with students from various backgrounds and disabilities, and I want to offer you hope. You will be a constant, caring adult in your students' lives, and building relationships with them will be essential to achievement and triumph, not only for them, but also for you. So we'll be discussing about trauma-informed care, social-emotional intelligence, sensory breaks, why are they important, PBIS, behavior interventions, MTSS, social skills, evidence-based strategies, and more. So listen in, and I have to say, Rita Pearson is one of my idols in her fight for students. And if you have not listened to her TED Talk on Every Child Needs a Champion, I encourage you to go do that today because I want us to be our students' champion because we were born to make a difference. Let's listen in to today's episode. Don't forget to join my Facebook group, Behavior Strategies for Class, and connect with and collaborate, encourage other educators there. And hit that subscribe button so you don't miss an episode. I appreciate you listening. So I think of a few of our students who have definitely built confidence this year. Some of it is is definitely behavior and their, not environment, but interacting with other students. So I think of one of our second graders who went through this phase of being scared to go outside He got it in his mind that bugs were going to get him, so he didn't want to go outside. We would finally get him to at least just come outside the door, and he would be standing by the door, looking everywhere, constantly, if there's any bugs that are going to come get him. Slowly, he would start taking steps away from the front door. Then we finally reminded him, buddy, You are way bigger than all of these bugs that you think are out there. And so that kind of started sinking in. So then he would take a few more steps away from the door. And he still wouldn't really interact, wouldn't really move from there. But he was getting a little further, getting a little more confident. Then he would start to take more steps further away, getting a little more confident. Well, every now and then you would hear him screaming or yelling, I guess, at the top of his lungs, I'm bigger than you. And so as he repeated that, that built his confidence because he realized I am bigger than all these bugs out here that I supposedly was so afraid of. And I know this is kind of a minor confidence boost, but... For some of our special education students, like this is a huge deal. 
And now that he's on spring, uh, summer break, hopefully he's going to be going outside and he won't be afraid to be out there if there are bugs around him and he can remember, hey, I am bigger than all of these crazy bugs. I don't have to be afraid. I can be confident in who I am and the size I am. So that's exciting and a great um, improvement in his confidence to step outside. I mean, because by the end of the school year, he was out running around, being with other students, playing. So he didn't have to stick right by the front, right by the door that we came out because he was confident that he was bigger than all of the bugs that were out there. And it was great to hear him yelling, I'm bigger than you. So it's really cool to see those little improvements and that confidence boost in his little life. I think of also some other uh, second graders um, academically, their writing improvement and having the confidence to write whatever they need to do, whatever the writing assignment is, you know, whether it's in history, you know, they need to write a paragraph or four, you know, a few sentences about what they just learned and knowing that they can come up with the, the right pronouns, the right adjectives, the right verbs to describe what they learned. And then seeing these students go help other students who are struggling. I think that is such a, a confidence boost booster for some of the students to be able to see that they can help their peers. They can help other students in their class who may be struggling a little bit. So I think definitely that's a great strategy in in your classroom if you are able to do that to help those who who are doing well in one area to be able to turn and help other students in their class that is definitely a confidence boost for that student who helps for them to see that they can um, help others that they can teach others and that is super exciting to see their confidence grow as they're able to say, Hey, no, let's, you know, you can do it this way or give them suggestions. That's so exciting to see as well. Then I also think of another second grader. So as you can tell from my stories, I was in second grade a lot this year, second grade and kindergarten, but a lot of my, um, confidence boosting that I saw was with our second graders and their growth and This kiddo, when he first came, he just wanted to be on the swing by himself, totally content, would just stay on the swing. Well, by the end, he was interacting and running with the other students, going down the slide. Uh, Granted, sometimes, of course, he's pushing students down the slide who didn't want to be pushed, but, (laughs) you know, he was there. He was with the group. He was with some of his other uh, peers from his classroom would play with him, invite him to come play with them. It's just super exciting to see his confidence boost as well while he interacts with others. And 
you know, obviously he, he can get frustrated and he can get angry and he's kind of a big guy, so he can be a little scary, but for the most part, he would just get in there and be laughing and running and doing whatever they were doing. He'd be copying what they were doing. And so that was definitely a confidence boost for him to know that he can interact with other students. He doesn't have to be off always by himself, but that he can interact with others and have a good time. And you can see him laughing and, and getting along for the most part with all of the other kids. So that's exciting to see, to see them grow socially. So confidence enables high achievers. So once they are confident in one area, that gives them the confidence to tackle the next thing that they need to do. And then they just continue to achieve. So, you know, it's just building blocks. And so they get confident on their writing and they are confident to write another sentence and then they build on that or they get more confident in their reading. And so they used to read, you know, the really small books. Well, now they're stepping it up and they're reading kind of medium books. And then you see now they're reading like chapter books. So it definitely enables high achievers to keep achieving. And it breeds success. Because as they, their confidence grows, it gives them success, like I said, in one area that helps them to have the confidence to tackle the next area that they need to grow and learn in. And then once they get that, then hopefully they will achieve and succeed in the next area that they need to grow in. And like I said, it's just a building block to continue to boost their confidence that they continue to be successful students. And of course, you as a teacher are modeling this every day as you teach. As you're confident in what you're teaching. As you encourage your students in how they're doing and how they're improving as you challenge them to tackle that next area that they need growth in. And as you foster creativity, sometimes it's just allowing them that time to write, maybe free write, or in a journal, five minutes or whatever, writing in a journal, or maybe drawing in a journal, just giving them that free time to just kind of create um, really helps boost confidence as well. Teaching organization, I know is a tough one for some of our kids because they don't want to do it. They don't see the reason to do it. And even if they see the reason, they still don't want to do it. <laughs> but obviously we know helping them stay organized helps their mind think clearly and so when they can go to okay your basket over here okay I know my pencils there my math books there my reading books there they can go and get it or you know maybe it's over in this basket or maybe it's on this side of my desk or it's in my notebook and I know for sure it's in my pencil um, holder can't think of that pencil pocket I you know I can't think of that word either anyways 
obviously being organized is going to help them as they are growing and going through school because, you know, the older they get, they're going to have notebooks, they're going to have more books maybe to carry, they're going to have their own desk to stay organized. I'm not really sure how many schools still have lockers for them to use, but keeping organized in a locker, I mean, you know, knowing where their stuff is at home, so they have an area maybe at home as well. I mean, obviously you can't control that, but being at school, teaching them those skills, I think sometimes we take for granted that they know how to organize. And so I've seen like some teachers get really frustrated when they don't. So I think, you know, if you're able to just go back to the basics and be like, okay, well, this is where this should go. This is where, you know, and just teaching them those skills reminds them organization is important and it will boost their confidence to say, oh yeah, I know exactly where that is and I can go get it. They don't have to rely on asking you every five minutes, where's my pencil? Where's my notebook? I can't, you know. So again, teaching organization is important to boost their confidence as well. And then sometimes a tough one is accepting mistakes. As we all know, we all make mistakes. We continue to make mistakes, just like they will continue to make mistakes. And helping them to work through that and grow through their mistakes. Like sometimes it's like, was it a big mistake? No, you broke your pencil. Like, it's okay. Go get another one. Or, you know, ask to borrow one. Or you can't find your eraser. Like, those are little things. Other times it's, you know, the work assignment. They did completely wrong and now they get no credit. Well, because they weren't listening to the directions. Well, now you get a zero on that. And sometimes it's those natural consequences to what they chose to do or not to do. And getting in real, yeah, that was a mistake. But what can you do next time? Maybe you can stop talking and listen to directions and then get it done. And then maybe you could have free time after that to talk to your neighbor. Just getting them to work through those mistakes. And granted, right now, I don't think there's any like major mistakes being done. But even if there are, and maybe sometimes they're, they're pretty serious mistakes or family has made mistakes and now it's affecting them and being able to say hey we will find someone for you to talk to or you know let's talk at the end of recess or right before recess or whatever that hopefully you can do to reassure them and help them realize sometimes other people's mistakes affect your life and then you know, it's kind of a lesson, too, that they see other people's mistakes affect you. So sometimes your mistakes affect other people. Again, it's a growth time. It's a boosting confidence. It's a learning self-awareness, responsibility, accountability, consequence, all these fun things. Yeah, it's just teaching them that... Mistakes are going to be made. It's not the end of the world. Learn from them, grow from them, and move on. I mean, I know that's pretty simple, and sometimes that's really hard to do. 
but continuing to teach them and encourage them, they will grow their confidence in realizing, you know what, I made it through this mistake. I'm going to make it through this one. Or I learned from this in the past. So hopefully I won't do the same this time. Boosting their confidence will help them to be successful students. It will help them to achieve success. And not only in your classroom, but hopefully in their life outside of the classroom. So just remind your students, if you can, all that they've accomplished this year. I mean, socially, emotionally, academically. It's another chance for you and for them to be self-aware looking back at the growth that they've made to see where maybe their growth still needs to happen and improve. Of course, we can all improve. We can all do better. And I'm sure even some of the teachers that have finished the year, hopefully you're taking some time off before you (laughs) reflect and go back. But I don't know, maybe because it's still fresh in your mind, you know, you're probably thinking of even other ways that you can teach a a subject or how you can set up your classroom or how you can, you know, in incorporate social emotional learning in your classroom, teaching the whole student, helping them grow as a whole person, because that's how they're going to succeed. So I want to leave you with this quote from Winston Churchill. Success is not final. Failure is not fatal. It is the courage to continue that counts. So keep teaching. Your students need you. Thanks so much for listening. I truly appreciate you all. And I pray that I've inspired and encouraged you today. I also want to let you know that I have a couple bit.ly links for you. If you're interested in making your own podcast and sharing the wealth of knowledge that you have, being a teacher or a para or a teacher's aide, Uh, anybody in the education system, I'm sure you have a lot to share. And if you're interested, I took the class with Stephanie Gass. She's amazing, super friendly, down to earth, very easy to understand, and she's great. So I have a bit.ly link for you uh, for Podcast Pro University is where I learned how to do this. And that is bit.ly slash behavior, PPU, the number four, and you as in the letter U. So Podcast Pro University, bit.ly slash behavior, PPU, the number four and the letter U if you're interested. Also to get your free printable of all the six evidence-based strategies, there is another bit.ly link and that is bit.ly slash the number six for free. The number six for free. These will all be in the show notes in case you need to go back and check those out. And I leave you with this. Every child deserves a champion. And that's by Rita Pearson. So I just want to encourage you that you can be that champion and that you are making a difference. Thanks again.